Assalamu alaikum, peace and blessings. Once again, it's Salim Monique, your manifesting coach. We're going to be talking all about how to let go to let your manifestation come to light. Let's talk about it. Okay, so let's talk about letting go. One of the hardest parts of manifesting is literally letting go and letting the manifestation come into light. Why is it so hard? Why is it so difficult? I really don't have the answer for you. But what I do know is that once you learn how to let go, your manifestation can literally, you will start to see how easily it flows how you are more patient, how you can manifest instantly, but it all starts with letting go. And I have spoken with so many manifestors. I have heard stories and I have been on the other side. I mean, even still, sometimes I struggle with certain things, letting them go. And I know that for many manifestors and probably you too have felt this, uh, this feeling of where is my manifestation? Why isn't it coming here? What is happening? And I really need this thing, whatever this thing is, it could be money. It could be a special person. It could be a new job opportunity, whatever it is you're holding on so tight to it that it has no way to come into your reality. And so tonight we're going to be just talking all about, you know, really letting go, how to let go and how to recognize when you have finally let go. So one thing about manifesting is that you have identified something that you would like to have in your 3D world. It could, you know, just like I said, it could be money, it could be a special person, it could be an amazing opportunity. I don't know, okay? Whatever that thing is, is something that you have desired and that you want. One of the things about manifesting is that you don't wanna be left in that state of wanting something. When we want something and when we say the words, I want this, it means that you don't have it, okay? So that's why it's super important as master manifestors that we watch our words and that we understand that the state of wanting to the universe means that you're kind of left in limbo. The universe hasn't brought it to you yet because you're saying you want something. Now, if you say that you have something, then the universe is getting a totally different message. It's like, oh, you have this, so let me bring it into your reality. They are two different wavelengths, okay? Want, the state of wanting and the state of having are two different vibrations. You know, think about something that you don't have and then think about something that you do have, okay? So you may have a nice car. So for me, I have a, a Toyota RAV4. It's a 2015 Toyota RAV4. And so, yeah, it's a, it's a great car, but I wouldn't mind 
you know, I would want to have maybe the updated version, maybe a 2020 or a 2021, or maybe even a BMW or a or a Mercedes, okay? When I think about like, maybe I want a luxury car and then I could start going. Now, the vibration of having a Toyota right now, okay, that is a great thing. I can feel that. I feel that I have it. It's already here. But with this, but with the, let's say Mercedes Benz, I don't have it. And you can try this little exercise too. Do you feel a difference from something that you have and something that you want? I definitely feel a difference when I, you know, I feel a difference in my emotions, in my body, in my thoughts, in my mind. They are two different feelings to have something and to want something. So it's really important that you get into the state of having instead of wanting because wanting is leaving you kind of in limbo the universe will leave you in limbo you're saying you're wanting something so it's kind of like you're daydreaming where you want to have this thing that is not in your current reality when you have something okay now if i envision myself with that mercedes it's you know i can have it side by side in my two-car garage I can say, okay, I, if I'm visualizing that the Toyota RAV4 is on the left and I have my new brand Mercedes in my garage on the right, now I have both cars. And now if now can you feel that? Do you feel the difference between like putting that Mercedes, transferring it over from that wanting state to that having state? I can feel that. Can you feel it? I can. I can envision that I already have this car. So now I can maybe think, what color is the car? Well, the car is white and it's a 2020 brand new Mercedes Benz. It's the all decked out version. It has um, it has leather seats and the seat warms and it cools. It has a state of the art sound system. I have awesome rims. I have like the little glowy, I'm starting to see these in cars now too, where they're like twinkle lights. I definitely want a car with those. I just think it's so cool and so cute. So now that I'm envisioning that I already have it, it's already parked in my garage. Now my manifestation is on its way, okay? Because I'm already in a state of having. I'm not in a state of wanting, okay? So there are two different feelings. The feeling of wanting as well, it falls back into lack and and being desperate, desperation, okay? You can kind of think about it like, you know, we, well, one thing that we must understand is that there is no lack in the universe. There is an abundance of everything, from the raindrops that come down out of the sky. There are there is an abundance of raindrops. It doesn't just rain one or two sprinkles. When it rains, there are like millions and trillions of raindrops falling from the sky. I mean, we can't even count how many raindrops are falling. And if you look at all of the blades of grass, I mean, even in your front lawn, if you go look out on your front lawn, all of the, the blades of grass, 
all of the clouds in the sky, all of the houses that are built, all of the tiny little ants and leaves on trees. If you look all around you, the uh, universe is very abundant. But one thing we as humans do is that we have convinced ourselves that there's a lack in the universe, that there is a there is not enough of something, that we are in a state of desperation at times. We may feel like, okay, there's no money coming in, but we must remember money is energy. So there's an abundant flow of energy. But when you put on that lack button, when you push the lack button and you block it, you block that energy from coming to you from the universe because the universe is like, er, stop. He or she wants this, doesn't want money. They are saying there's lack. So when we start to believe that there is a lack in the universe, the universe will show that, present that to us. We must remember that the universe is our mirror. So if we are always saying that there's a lack that I don't have enough of, there's not, you know, there's nothing out there. We're worried that things are going to be scarce. We're having that scarcity mindset. You know, there's not enough love in the world. There's not enough peace. There's not enough money. There's not enough food. There's not enough water. If we start to feel that and to present it and to affirm it and out into the world, what ends up happening is that's exactly what we are mirrored with. But when we truly, truly recognize, and this I believe that the creator wants us to do, is to recognize that there is no lack, that there is an abundance of everything. There is so much of everything. Can you imagine like, I mean, if, if we're like, okay, there's no water. Now I teach science, okay? I teach science to third graders and I'm teaching them about the water cycle. And one thing about the water cycle, yes, in certain parts of the world, there are droughts. And some places don't have as much water as other places. But one thing that I love to teach kids is that, and to adults too, because this kind of wows people, is that we have always had the same amount of water on the planet because of the water cycle. So we are drinking the same water that our ancestors were drinking thousands of years ago, believe it or not, and that they peed out. I mean, not to get too graphic, but you know that they... Um, or that, you know, that was in the waters and streams. We're drinking water. The water that comes from our faucets are thousands and thousands of years old, probably as old as the earth, you know, and God knows best. But the thing about it is, is there's no lack. We've always had the same amount of water. Now, it may not be in all different spots, but that's okay. So the thing about it is we have to realize that there is no scarcity. The universe can bring us whatever we want if we believe that it can. And that if we don't, if we really, really fully understand that there is an abundance on the planet, there is abundance here. We are not wanting for anything. And when you start to believe that, that I have abundance, that's when it starts to show up. And it's so cool how it starts to show up too. I remember thinking, okay, I know that the earth is abundant. And I started asking like, ooh, I really want some, some money-making opportunities. Let me tell you, I was presented with an abundance of money-making opportunities all at once. It was so many in my face 
that I literally was like, I could choose any of any one of these. At first I became overwhelmed because this is somehow, sometimes this is how the universe works, that it brings you an abundance of things and you are, you can choose. It's just like a platter, like a silver platter is being, you know, like the, the waiter at a restaurant. He is holding the silver platter. He has all these different delectable um, hors d'oeuvres on there. But you know, mm, I don't need all of them. I will take two or three or I'll test out each one. Well, that is what the, the universe had presented to me. I mean, I had so many opportunities. At first, I was like, do I take them all? And then I realized that there was an abundance. I was being offered opportunities and I could choose from whichever one I wanted. So when you become in a state of having abundance and you leave off lack, okay, what happens? So think about it. Let's go back to the Mercedes and the Toyota kind of thing, um, situation that I had you guys visualize a moment ago. Think about you have... So you have one spaghetti noodle, okay, in one pile. And you have a whole bag of rice in another pile. Now you're trying, you really wanted to make some spaghetti, but you only have this giant bag of rice and you've only found one spaghetti noodle. Now, if you look at the one spaghetti noodle, you're looking like, dude, like this is not enough. I can't make this happen. But then think about having a whole bag of rice. Well, I could make, you know, I could maybe stir fry, make me some hibachi chicken fried rice, or I could make me a beautiful, you know, I could make me some type of rice pilaf or a rice dish. All of these great opportunities coming from the, the rice that you have. But this one little spaghetti noodle is just not going to cut it. That feeling of lack, can you feel the difference of having lack and abundance? You can. So now we need to transfer that spaghetti noodle energy over to the rice energy, okay? And you need to believe that you have enough noodles all the time and you have enough rice all the time. You always have enough of what you want. And if you don't, you always know that it's more is going to be arriving soon. And so this is where, you know, this is, I, I really wanted to get you guys to understand the differences between, um, lack and abundance and the difference between having and wanting, because that's going to take us into how to let go so that the manifestation can come into light. When we are in a state of desperation, let's put it like this. Let's use this. I'm going to use this as an example, because I think that we all can relate. Now think about a time or let's just, I'll just make an example. Okay. Imagine that there's this guy, he hasn't had a date in years and he is really desperate. He's getting older. He wants to be able to settle down. And now he is out being desperate. He's in the clubs. He's getting drunk. And he's asking every girl in the club for their number. All the girls see what he's doing. And he's very desperate. He looks needy. He looks wanting. Like he's wanting and desperate. None of the girls want to give him any attention. Right? Because he is tripping. He is tripping. <laughs> And so, but think about the cool guy who's in the corner, okay? He's chilling, he's, he's enjoying the music. He's, he may even be like hanging with his friends and they're not really thinking about too much about, you know, girls or women. And he's like, you know what? Maybe 
you know, if, if it happens, if I meet somebody, it happens. If I don't, it's okay. So the desperate guy is repelling everybody and the cool, calm and collected. Well, if she arrives, you know, if Miss Wright comes I'll she can, you know, whatever. So which guy is going to attract more women? Probably. And this is, I'm not saying like, I'm not using this, <laughs> not trying to tell you guys like, this is how you pick up women or nothing. I'm just using it as an example, just of how desperate energy and cool, calm, it's going to arrive energy. I'm just showing you the difference. I'm totally not for like, I'm totally not trying to tell you guys, go pick up women and this is how you do it. Okay. I'm just using it as an energy focus. <laughs> so the, the desperate energy is repelling. And so when we become desperate for our thing to arrive, we're actually repelling it. We're acting like desperate guys. So this way you can think in your head when you are manifesting, am I being desperate guy or am I being calm, cool and collected guy? You know? So when that calm, cool and collected you know, energy is there and you are trusting that, Hey, it's going to come. It's on its way. And if it comes today or if it comes tomorrow, it's okay. I'm willing to be patient for it because I know that it's going to be the right time and it's, I'm working with divine time. So it, everything always happens best case scenario. So you have to ask yourself, are you desperate guy or are you cool, calm, and collected guy, because it's really important that you are cool, calm, and collected for this manifestation to come to light. It's really, really important. And it's so important because you have to trust the process. You are trusting the creator to create you the perfect avenue for your thing that you, that you are having, I'm not going to even say wanting, that is about to arrive into your reality, you want the creator to be able to do that in a smooth way. I mean, it's not difficult for him at all, but we make it difficult for ourselves. And so we are constantly, you know, if, if we're in a constant state of desperation, we're not trusting the process. That means that you're like, okay, where is it? When is it coming? Who is it? How is it going to get here? Who's bringing it? When is it going to arrive? And you're just doing all of that. You are just causing prolong the pro the prolonging of your manifestation coming into your 3D reality. So it's really, really important that you understand that in order for you to um, manifest and to be able to let go you have to trust the process. The process must be trusted. Okay. That means that you trust that it's going to arrive when it's supposed to arrive and letting go can seem so difficult, especially when your 3d world is not reflecting and you feel a sense of urgency. Like I need this to happen right now. If it doesn't happen now, these, and then you start to worry. This is where lack comes in. And this is how our manifestations begin to go wrong is because when you start to feel lack, your mind starts to wander into other manifestations, into negative manifestations. So let's say that, Hey, you know, something happened. You're short on cash this month. You have to pay your rent. So you are just, you're desperate because you have a week before you have to get this money 
or else you're afraid of being evicted. Your landlord might not be the nicest person. You're really worried. You just had a setback. This is just terrible. How did this happen? And you start to feel that lack. So you make a manifestation. You start to visualize, okay, I have all of my rent money and I even have money left over. So I'm not worried. But then, you know, day three comes in and you're like, okay, I got three more days before this rent is due. And you start to panic. It's not here. What's going to happen? It's not going to show up. If it doesn't show up, now you start going, your mind starts veering into lack. If it doesn't show up, then now that means I can't pay my rent. I'll become evicted. And then all the bad things will happen to me. And I'll be living on the street and you just start going off on a tangent instead of redirecting those thoughts saying, hey, the money will show up. If it doesn't show up in time, my landlord will be understanding and will give me an extension. I will be able to get this money. This money will arrive. There will be an opportunity for me to get the money. Somebody will loan me the money. I will, the money will come in through one of my many streams of income. So that going back, you have to catch yourself because if you don't, this is where you start to lose it. And this is where it's hard. This is where it makes it hard to let go and for the manifestation to come to light. Now the universe and, you know, it is aware of what's going on with what you need. Okay. It's aware that your rent is due, but because you're panicking, you know, instead of trusting the process, we got to think. And, and sometimes we think of the universe as a separate entity from our needs or from us. But we must remember we are the universe. Your rent is the universe. Your house is the universe. So if you need something from the universe for the universe, the universe is always going to come through, especially when we believe. Okay. So how let's get into how do we let go? How can we let go when we are manifesting? Let's go through the steps of manifesting. So when we manifest, let's say that there is something that we desire to be in our 3D reality and we want to have it and we want it in our, I don't even want to use the want, the word once. Okay. We have the Mercedes. We visualize the Mercedes. We see the Mercedes in our garage. We see ourselves behind the wheel, driving down the street, bumping our music, jamming out with maybe a friend, a spouse, our kids in the car. We're enjoying life. The window is down. Everything is great. You visualize, you've scripted, you've affirmed, you've even got a picture up on your vision board. And now you have made the intention that this will soon be your new luxury ride. You've put your focus into it real hard. You let it, you focus real strong on it. You've got on all the, you've used all your tools that you know out of the kit. And now you are going to let it go. Okay. You've scripted, you visualize, you imagined, you did everything, you affirmed. Now you're going to release it off into the universe, just as if it were like a, what are those? My daughter was just telling me um, the other day, I saw a dandelion or my son. No, my son told me I saw a dandelion blow away. And I said, um, so the little white, you know, blowy dandelions, um, that, you know, when we were kids, we used to make wishes on or whatever, blow it. 
though imagine your manifestation going off into the universe now you're letting go you're going to trust the process when your mind comes back to where's the where's the car how am i going to get it when is it going to arrive who's going to bring it to when it goes to that you're going to reel it back in and you're going to say my manifestation is coming I trust the process. The car is in my garage. I am driving the car. You're going to let it go. And then you're not going to worry about it anymore. And how do we do that? We go about our business. You go about your daily life. You go and you enjoy what you're doing. You go and, um, you know, you continue to go to work. You continue to hang out with your family. You continue to do things you love, listening to music. You enjoy and you're grateful for your Toyota in your garage. That's what I'm saying to myself. I'm grateful. You are grateful. You practice gratitude. Oh, I'm grateful for the arrival of my new Mercedes Benz. I am so grateful. And now you let it go. It's coming. There's no lack. You're not desperate guy anymore. You're cool, calm, and collected guy. It's going to come when it's time. I'm just going to sit here and enjoy the music. I'm going to dance a little bit. I'm going to get me something to eat. I'm going to laugh with my friends. And when it comes, I'm going to be ever so thankful and grateful. And I already am because it's already mine. It's already yours. The moment you thought about your manifestation, it was already yours. So now you have let go. You've done all that you can do. You put all of your energy into believing. And now you just hold on to that belief. What could it do to hurt you to keep believing? Think about that. If you give up and say, oh, it's not coming, it's not, it's never going to arrive. How in the world am I going to get a Mercedes? I don't even have Mercedes money. I don't even have a Mercedes job. I would be crazy, you know, to have a Mercedes. You, and you go off into that, you lose it. We're going to keep on. I believe that that Mercedes is in my garage. I believe it's there. I believe I can open the door and it will be right there. And once you have that solid foundation of faith, your manifestation will come to light. I hope that this was of some guidance. Please share. And I love hearing where my message reaches. So please let me know. I hope you enjoyed today's podcast. If you like what you heard, please make sure to subscribe to my podcast so you never miss an episode. You can also follow me on Instagram at Celine underscore Monique and Facebook and Twitter at Celine Monique. To join my Build Your Own Product Line workshop for exclusive merch, or to contact me, visit www.selenmonique.com. And to become a part of my exclusive private Facebook group, please make sure to contact me as well. Please feel free to share this podcast with others. Assalamu alaikum.